Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everybody and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. My name is Sunny. I'm your host here with my co-host Caleb. What's up? Yo. And before we get too far in, we do want to take a quick moment to thank of course all of our patrons. So, a huge thank you to Austin Johnson, Kane Martin, Master of Isa, Mr. Herbie, Scuzz Daddy, Witchcrafter Main 2022, AD, Aaron Gardner, Anthony Leela, Damian Zink, Dank Nugs, Dino DNA, Mountain Man, Myth Oceanus, Owen Alvarado, Pig, Rudolph, Sneaky Links, Jeremy Drysdale, Ray Powell, and Sunny Sweet. Thank you all so much for your support of the podcast. And we do want to remind everybody, please, if you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Top Cut Podcast. Join our Discord. The link is in the description down below. Uh, in the link tree, you can find it. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to subscribe and give us a review. If you're listening on Spotify, be sure to follow. And if you're listening on YouTube, please be sure to Go ahead, like, and subscribe. We are trying to get our YouTube numbers up a little bit, so we would appreciate it if you would do that. And lastly, if you are, if you are, um, if you're shopping for something on TCG Player and you want to support the podcast at no extra cost to you, all you have to do is click in the TCG Player link down below, and you can just click the link shop for whatever cards you want to shop for and we will automatically get a small kickback so if you want to if you want to help out just buying cards no extra cost to you use the tcg player affiliate link in the description down below now with all of that said done and out of the way let's talk a little bit about what we've got going on today so we actually don't have a lot happening today 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, we just had a new set release, like, well, pre-release, like, last night, so. That's yeah. like yesterday. Yeah, we went to the Battles of Chaos sneak peek yesterday. Um, for those of you that don't know, Battles of Chaos is the set that releases this coming week. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you know... I'm just gonna be honest. I don't think it's the most meta impactful set in the world, but we'll get into specifics later. Right. Um, for now, let's go ahead and do a tournament report. So uh, we can go round by round and kind of talk about what happened. Um, how'd your round one go? Well, <clears throat> my round one was up against Despia. Uh, so I decided I'm gonna play. Uh, I decided I was gonna play uh, PK. Uh, due to me being able to actually, thanks to some help from you and another good friend of ours, Austin, I was able to get the deck built and ready to go in three days. Oh boy. Uh, so game one uh, was, like I said, against Despia. I won the die roll, made my full board. Everything was great, right? Until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. Um. So he went draw face, standby. I was like, yeah, effect DPE. Chain super poly. Oh, rough. Oh no. <laughs> um so yeah, uh and then wasn't able to actually get my side lock going. And then he uh also he like he opened Super Poly uh Albaz. Yeah. One of the ultimate board breaking two combo cards that Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, there's really not much you can do and I, I just couldn't make and I just couldn't make the comeback at that point. He had way too much uh advantage. Right. Um cuz he also had the Despia tragedy to discard off of Super Poly. Right. Which get which netted him a search, banish search again, right. and it off to the races. Gotcha. Uh, game two, um, I again went first. Uh, he had enough hand traps to stop me. Yeah, which happens, and I didn't have the I didn't have enough extenders to just extend through it. Yeah, um, and then he but however by that point he'd used so much of his own resources. He made, I forgot the name of it, Masquer it's the one that burns you every single time you, you activate a card. Yeah. Made that, and I went, oh no, it's big. Yeah. Thing is, I don't care it's big. The issue is how how many card effects I have to activate. To get over it. To get to a position where I can just pop it. Yeah. So I went from 8k, let's see, down to 2600. Sheesh. From all, yeah, continuously activating stuff, trying to get to a point, and then he, and then he also had Wait, more. Wait, that math does not work out. Cause on it was, let's see, you went from eight k to twenty six, twenty six hundred, yeah. Oh no, the math does work out. It's yeah. nine effects. I'm eight, sorry. Seven, yeah, it was eight seventy four, sixty eight, sixty two, fifty six, five thousand, forty four, thirty eight, thirty two, twenty six. Yeah, okay, I did my math wrong. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, because he also had more interruptions. Yeah. Um, got it popped. And then time of the round got called. Oh, that's tragic. Yeah. Well, because then it passed to his turn. He just kind of went, oh, no. Um, activate this. He activated like two or three cards. Uh, I had enough stuff to stop. And I was like, okay, I got this. Pass back to me. I drew for turn. Activate effect. Time of the round has been called. Crap. Yeah. Activate effect of a fog blade in my grave. Yeah. Um, my round one was, I played against Virtual World. Uh, it was weird. He went first because like every other die roll for the entire tournament, I lost this one. 
So my opponent goes first and he sets two back rows, sets one monster and passes. And I'm like, huh? What? What deck is this? Am I playing against Guru? Please, no, not <laughs> Guru. So I go into my turn. I'm playing Tri Brigade. I start doing Tri Brigade combos. And uh, it was weird because I banished his monster off Shurig. And he went, okay. And it was a. It was a, a virtual world monster. I was like, huh? What? That's weird. And so he just kind of, I think I OTK'd him that turn. And then game two, basically the same thing. He set a couple and passed. And I just OTK'd him again. And I was like, that bad, huh? He was like, yeah, these hands were. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm building houses over here, bro. So that was my round one. It was over in about 15 minutes. Jeez. Or less. Yeah. So. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, on to round two. Yes. Uh, I want to begin Thunder Dragon Link. Cool deck. Okay. Uh, let's see. Game one, I, I won the die roll. Scythlock pass. Yeah. Uh, he really couldn't do much. He was able to act- actively out my board, mostly. Um, but he just couldn't get on the Scythlock. And then I just kind of... My my next turn, DPE came back out. Yeah. Poke for 25. And he went, oh. Looked at it, the one card he had in his hand, his empty graveyard for the most part, and just went, yeah, let's just go game two. Yeah. Uh, game two, um, he, like, set some back row, mm-hmm. did, did a couple things. I hand-trapped him out. He went, okay, pass. Um, at that point, he had one card set. I just Cosmo Cycloned it. Oh yeah, because because uh, I had seen him because uh, I had seen him make the verte before. Yeah. So I was like, he, okay, he's probably going to try and scythe lock me. So I'm not going to let him do that. And I sided in the cyclones. Yeah. Uh, I ended up just causing cycloning his one back row, and it was just like a it was like a set. Um, I forgot the name of this. I think it was like a set chaos space or something. Yeah, yeah. Or a thunder dragon fusion. I don't remember. It, it was a bluff. Yeah. Uh, two zero. Yeah. Uh, round two, I played against PK. Um, I, again, lost the die roll. He went first. He scythe locked me. I had no interactions. So, yeah. What are you going to do? You know? Oh, yeah. Um, game two, I went first. I established DPE and Revolt. Mm-hmm. And he kind of bricked. So he like set four back row and a monster and passed. And so I said, oh, you're passing? He said, yeah. I said, okay. Uh, DPE pop itself in a back row. Oh, I lancey at him. That's what happened. I oh. lancey at him and he passed. I said, DPE set pop four in a back row. And he said, oh, okay. And then I said, okay. And in your end phase, I'm going to revolt here. He said, oh, okay. Let's just go to game three. <laughs> and he went first game three. He summoned, uh, he went, uh, he's normal summon Ghost Ogre, special Kagamucha, make Cherubini, activate Cherubini, send Boots, activate Boots, banish. And I said, uh, Ash on the Boots. And he said, okay, set one back row and pass. 
And I looked at my very underwhelming hand and went, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. And so I couldn't kill, but I established, um, I think I established DPE maybe. I don't remember quite, but um, it ended up getting a little bit grindy and he ended up winning the game. Mm. So I think that was about when you walked up and I was sitting on an open board and he went, when he went ham, just started comboing yeah. left and right, doing everything. And he was like, all right, go to battle. That should be it. Swing, 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 swing. And I left me on a hundred life points. Yep. Did exactly 7,900 damage. Yep. So, um, it was all right. I ended up losing the game, but it was a good back and forth. I just, you get scythe lock game one. What are you going to do? Not a whole lot. Yep. So not a lot. You can really can do if you're a extra deck or line deck like that. Yeah. So what did you play against round three? Uh, warrior. Okay. So game one, my, I lost the die roll. My opponent goes normal summon Neo space connector, special aqua dolphin, activated aqua dolphin. Yeah. In my hand, I had Rhoda. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Silent Boots, Greaves, Gloves, and uh, Cloak. Yeah. And he just kind of stared at that and went, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, And he just—he ultimately decided on hitting uh, Boots because it can just special summon itself. Right? Right. Well, I drew him another Boots for turn. Hmm. Nice. Uh, but, um, he had an, uh, but he had, he had so much card advantage. He had like the, uh, he had Avermax, which he had, like he had an Avermax and a, uh, uh, Phoenix in gear freed Phoenix, whatever. Immortal Phoenix gear freed. Thank you. Immortal Phoenix gear freed equipped with the Phoenix blade. So I was like, okay, I have to get, I have to get through this negate and then I have to out the Avermax. Can't be targeted. Can't right. be destroyed by card effects. 3k attack. And um, if he battles, he can just get he can just gain whatever he can just gain attack point, whatever the other monsters' attack points are. He goes big. Yeah. Um until the end of the battle. And I was like, okay, that's I don't think I can out that. He goes big. <laughs> and it became Avermax beatdown. So we go into game two, and in between while I was siding, I realized I had a native out for it. Uh, again, I've had this de- deck built for three days. Um, yeah. Game two, uh, he makes Avermax. I out it. Nice. Uh, my out, by the way, is Time Thief Retour made with uh, Shade Brigadine. So I have a trap to discard and just spin it back to the top of the deck. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, we just kind of beat, beat face back and forth, back and forth. I can't OTK. He can't OTK. He can't get going. I really can't get going. Lots of back and forth. Really fun game. Um, but ultimately it came down to both of us top decking. Right. Um, so I top decked a fog blade and went, okay, I can just hit the fog blade and not have that, you know, and not have to really worry about it. At this point, most of my PKs are banished, whatever. Mm-hmm. Pass. Uh, he normal summons... I don't remember exactly what he did, but basically he normal summoned some. I f- tried to activate effect. I flipped fog blade, activated uh, something else, and was able to just and was able to uh, finish me off. Get back the immortal Phoenix gear freed and attack for game. I was like, hmm, 
Yeah. Yeah. Again, it was just a really close game. I didn't have that great of a hand to begin with. I had like one PK name and then a bunch of hand traps. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. And then I just kept drawing hand traps from there. Um, I was playing against your Despi opponent from round one. I played against them round three. Yeah. Uh, game one, he wins. Um, I just turbo bricked. Uh, game two. <clears throat> I won through, I mean, just advantage. Uh, game one went really long. It went like 16 or 17 minutes. Jeez. Game two went like 12 or 13. So we went into game three with like 10 minutes left, which benefits him hugely mm -hmm. because he has native burns in his deck. Exactly. Like that. Well, <clears throat> you know, I established uh, DPE Revolt going first game mm -hmm. three i established dpe revolt he summons a monster i pop it with dpe cool what does he do activate mystic mine ah! you have got to be kidding me i am not siding enough outs for mystic mine <sighs> i haven't seen back row i'm not siding things like i i sided one duster in that's it. The only thing I can think of is that he sides in the Mystic Mine on game three. Entirely due to the fact that people don't see a lot of back row games one and two. I have no idea. Don't side idea. in back row hate. No idea. All I know is, bro, he got me with that thing. That Mystic Mine hurt. So he activates Mystic Mine and he passes. And I'm like, we're passing back and forth. No attacking, nothing. I mean, just pass, 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 pass. Until finally, he's at his hand size limit. He's at seven cards in hand. And he's like, all right, well, I guess I need to do something. Because we passed quick. I mean, we weren't sitting there looking, thinking. I mean, we were passing back and forth mm -hmm. quick. And he goes, all right, uh, activate. He activate a summon a monster. I start doing things. And he messed up when he put that second, that that one extra monster on board. Then I could activate monster effects. Yep. He put a second monster on board. I activate revolt. I go make a share egg, banish the mystic mine. Uh, activate you know activate all my effects. Get all my searches. Go activate the hand traps that I spent three turns drawing into <laughs> deep moss reborn DPE yep just go ham yeah yeah I hit him for like 10k the next turn Jesus yeah I left him on an open board nice I, did, I was just banishing everything very nice very nice yeah so and I, I won that game with less than a minute left I literally had to he passed it back to me on my turn with a minute and 30 seconds I went full combo two sure eggs dpe and a mon another monster on board and went to battle in a under a minute and a half i did my entire turn in under a minute full combo in under a minute and a half to go to battle and attack him for game yeah nice yeah it was crazy i was times like that are when i'm so glad that i have a deck that i'm really familiar with you yeah know? yeah exactly you can just kind of speed through the combos yeah um that, yeah, that was my round three. So at this point, I'm 2-1. How did your round four go? 
Uh, so round four was up against Dino. So was I. Yeah. So, okay. So I won the die roll. I didn't know what he's playing. So I decided to just Scythe Lock. Right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, he's got a big, he's got a thick extra deck there. Whatever. Big fungus. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I Scythe Lock. And he just kind of goes, sure. Scythe Lock me. Right. And it's at that moment I knew I messed up. <laughs> right. Um... So he just drops a big old, big old ultimate conductor tyranno, and uh, proceeds to kill you. It runs my happy little boote over. Yeah. Uh, game two, I actually sighted out the scythe and sighted in a Lancia. Right. And Lancia him. Basically, scythe locked him, but instead of using scythe, I used Lancia. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, kept him from getting that one banish. So then he goes, activate fossil dig, Ash. Activate fossil dig. Tragic. Grabs Overraptor. Normal summon Overraptor. Activate effect. I chain uh, Ghost Ogre. Bro, listen, I'm just going to say, Warriors are have Rhoda, which is level 4 and lower, mm -hmm. and it's at 1. Yeah. Beast Warriors have Tenki, which is level 4 or lower, and a hard once per turn, but also buffs all Beast Warriors attacks by 100, which normally doesn't matter. And it's at 1. Yeah. Why is Dino allowed to have one that's level six or lower not once per turn and it's at three yeah exactly that's insane yeah anyway searches oviraptor normal summon oviraptor now i'm thinking okay cool he doesn't have the misc i saw uh, activate misc no 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 then i activated fog blade targeting the oviraptor when we activated oviraptor's effect chain misc i mean if you got it you got it yeah 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 no it was very much case of he had it um However, whenever he, however, uh, he, whenever we, whenever he entered battle, um, he then, uh, went to attack with you, uh, with Ultimate Conductor Tyranno. Uh, activate a second Fog Blade. Ha. Huh. And he went, oh no. Okay, let's just go to game three. I mean, it'd be like that. So we went to game three with five minutes in time. Uh, he goes first. And he just kind of, I don't remember exactly what he did, but it really doesn't matter. Cause his, cause he messed up. He did mess up his combo, but his combo took so long. Um, he was. We only had like a couple minutes left, so I kind of sped through my combo quickly. Um, he was able to burn me somehow. No, no, no I activated a, uh, activated Verte at that point because I knew I couldn't OTK. So I was like, okay, I'll just lock him again and then attempt to go for game. Because when I looked up, we had like ten minutes on board. Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, cool. So. Past turn, Lancia lock him, whatever. He messes up his combo, he even admits it, and then time of the round gets called. Dang. There, there's nothing I could have done, because had I not Verted to Lancia lock him, then he just would have gone full board and, and OTK'd me. Right. If I do, at that point, his combos take so long, I still lose in time. Yeah, it's kind of a... Not a great situation there. Yeah, yeah, particularly against Dino. Yeah. I, I played against Dino in my game, and he went first because, you know, I I lost the die roll every single round today. So he goes first, and he... I want to say he just, like... He nor he activated Lost World. He activated Lost World. Normal Summon Oviraptor. Gets the token and searches Misk 
and he starts doing things. And I just, I don't, I don't even remember what I had. I just had enough hand traps to stop him. And next turn, I OTK'd him. So, uh, game two is where things got funny. He goes first, set one pass. I normal summon Celestial, attack. Okay. He says, okay, okay, okay. Uh, activate, he goes to his turn, he activates Lost World. Normal summons Petitradon. Summon the token to my field. Petitradon to attack the token. And he destroys a baby Sarasaurus from the deck to protect the token with a Lost World's effect. Mm -hmm. And I ash the baby Sarasaurus. And he goes, well, guess I'm not doing that. And then he goes... Pass. Oh no! I go. Dasher, attack the babe, the Petitradon. Dasher's effect on declaration. Pop the Lost World. He goes, yeah. He goes, Petitradon's effect. I said, called by the grave. <laughs> Lord, you had everything. No, 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 no. I had nothing. I normal summon. Celestial. But no, no, no. I mean, I mean, you had everything you needed. Oh, no. In this exact situation, however. Oh, it gets so much funnier. Oh, no. He goes, okay. He start, He goes back to his turn. Normal summons Oviraptor. Effect Veiler. Okay. Uh, pass. And I hit, or I know he, then he runs over my Celestial. I said, okay. Draw a dasher for turn. Okay. All right. I see how I see how it is, deck. I see. I activated. Uh, what did I activate? I activated something that let me lets me discard a card. I don't remember what it was. Droplet. I activated. I, I went to battle, and I swung with something. I don't. I forget what I normal summon. Maybe a Thoroughblade, and I dropleted the Oviraptor. Mm -hmm. Discarded Celestial. I mean, discarded Dasher. And then main phase two, I set the revolt that was in my hand. Activate, so activate celestial and grave. Draw yeah. two. That's the stupidest way I've ever gotten those two to the graveyard to draw two. It really is. That's hey, whatever works, huh? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I just literally just had all the hand traps. Oh, the two that I drew off celestial, by the way, were two more hand traps. Oh my so, god. Yeah, his next turn didn't go well. Uh, and then next turn I drew a zoo and I was off to the races. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, our, I, I drew a, uh, I drew, yeah, I drew Rapier and I normal summon Rapier, activate effect, send Thoroughblade, summon Chalk and Nine, summon Thoroughblade back, go into a Farajit, um, and then I, I want to say I, I activated Revolt maybe at that point. I don't know. I don't remember what I did. The point is I won the game that next turn. Yeah, yeah. So. But yeah, it was, it was weird. It was weird. I'm not that, gonna lie to you. It was weird. That, that does sound incredibly weird. So at this point, I am three one. Yeah. Um. So round five. <coughs> Bless you. Excuse me. Ooh. Bless you. Ooh. Uh, was up against Sword Soul. So I so I win the die roll. I go first. I just Scythelock. And he just kind of looks at me and goes, "That's a problem." 
and um, he was still able to like do stuff, just not near, not, just not what he wanted to do, you know. I mean, yeah, he can't really do any of the things that he wants to do if you yeah. scythe locked him. Yeah. Um, but he was still able to like run over the dag die left on board, and okay, cool, whatever. Right. Uh, and it was just kind of a slow beat down from there. Uh, he did at one point burn me with uh, Mongwan. Yeah. And that was all the damage he dealt. Yeah. Game two. That that game went really long, by the way, because it was still very back and forth. Because he opened a lot. Because he also opened a lot of hand traps. Yeah. Um. He just saved them because he knew I wouldn't be able to at least kill him this turn, and he should. And he he figured he'd be able to have a follow up. He had a follow up. So that game went real long. I'm talking. 35 minutes? Sheesh! Who ended up winning? Uh, me. Okay. Yeah, we went into game two. Uh, I made my board past. Well, no, no. He, he went first. He made his board past. I broke his board, but couldn't OTK. Because uh-huh. he's way too much resources trying to break the board. Yeah. I didn't open any hand traps. Didn't open my Dark Lord of Morris. Couldn't just one card break the board. Go. Whatever. Cool. And it kind of goes back and forth for the remaining, like, ten minutes, five to ten minutes of the game. Uh-huh. And then time the round gets called and I win. Okay. Um. Oh. Uh. And what I did is I waited until he activated a long one. Uh huh. And then I DP popped the long one. That'll do it. So he couldn't burn me for th- for that. So he couldn't burn me. Yeah. Um. So he. So that. So that second game. I, I just. I just. My game plan became just kind of don't let him burn me with long one, but still try to OTK. Still try to go for game. Right. Just keep him off a long one and and everything will be fine. Right. Everything was fine. I won. Um, Round five, I played against Cybers Eldlich. So for those that don't know, the Cybers Eldlich is um, basically it's uh, Scythelock Turbo, which I I mean, it's fine, I guess. Um, My opponent was actually a teammate. Uh, from Team Darkroom Dealings, and he he went first because again, you know, I lost the die roll. So he goes first. He scythe locks me. Not a lot to do there. Go to game two. Uh, we go to game two, and I go first, and I establish a DPE, but it's really just like not enough and he just has combo so yeah i mean not much you can do there yeah yeah so i mean he establishes combo and then he establishes a golden lord and it's like okay well that's the game you know so but yeah that's that's it that was my whole round five i lost in about 20 minutes Jeez. yeah it was not pretty I mean, it is what it is, man. So at this point, I was 3-2, and basically my hopes of topping are gone at this point. Yeah. So. Yeah. How'd your round six go? So, mm, round six, I was actually up against uh, Chris of Team APS. Uh, He was playing Live Twin. Super fun game the entire time. Back and forth, back and forth. I'd set up a board, he'd break it. Set up a board, then I'd break it and set up a new board. It was just back and forth the whole time. Um, Let's see. I want... Yeah, Chris... I've I known Chris for a while. He is a super cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I lost game one, pretty handedly actually. Um, he had a lot of hand traps. I had no extenders. 
my opening hand had both Dasher and Celestial in hand. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, I like I literally drew Dasher, Celestial. Okay. And then drew a uh, Jackalope. Mm-hmm. I was like, if I can at least get one more extender, I can, I can, I have game, I have plays. I can still play. I'm still in here. Right. Drew a, drew a uh, boots. Okay. Get a PK name. I got it. Cosmic Cyclone. No, not Cyclone. It was a, uh, it was like, it was a hand trap. I was like, oh. I don't got it. I don't got this. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, I can just activate Jackalope and either way I get a level three on board, but Uh then there's a, what, there's a two and five chance DP dies. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not good. And I go, well, I'll take that chance. And he ended up pitching and he ended up pitching a dasher. Yeah. And I was like, well, of the two, that's the one I want to get pitched. Yeah. So I got level three on board, kind of did as best I could. Couldn't scythe lock him, of course. Um, I didn't know he was on live twin, but even the, even the still going first blind, that's my goal is just scythe lock. Yeah. Um, and then it was just kind of, you know, they just, and then it was just kind of uh, Sunny Snitch beat. You know, third 300, tag out during the battle phase, 22, tw- get a pop and a draw, 22, then 11-11, uh, pass. Yeah. And that's just how game one went. Game two, uh... I went first. Scythlock, pass. Yeah. He lost that one pretty handily. Um, I mean, it was still kind of back and forth because he was able to, like, actually do, still kind of do stuff. But we fairly quickly went into game three. Uh, Game three, he went first. Set up a board, and I couldn't break it. Tragic. Um, but it, 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 he, it, did, it did come down to, you know, kind of a back and forth again that back and forth play which is super fun yeah uh time of the round did get called but i was at 2200 and i hadn't actually hit him at once yet yeah yeah um had it continued going i'm like 99 sure he still would have won yeah um but there was still a bunch but at that point there's a bunch of plays i could have made um round six i played against crusadia which um it's basically just, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Uh, Crusadia is Mech Knight related. No, I mean there is a Crusadia Mech Knight deck. Okay. Uh, this Crusadia deck was Scythlock Turbo. Ah, okay. Uh, so he won the die roll because, you know, I lost every die roll yesterday. It happens. Yeah, it happened frighteningly often yesterday for me. So he wins die roll. He goes, um, Scythlock pass. I don't really have anything to do here. So he wins game one. Game two, he goes, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, game two, I go first. And uh, I don't remember what happened game two. All I know is basically I ended up. Oh, I'm, I whiffed on lethal. Um, I established board and he couldn't get through it and he passed. And all I had to do, he started doing adventure token stuff. And I popped the, I used ghost ogre to pop the adventure token continuous spell. 
So he ha all he had was a token on board, and he passed. And I somehow completely whiffed on Lethal. Oh no. I have no idea how it happened, but what I should have done was summon Bear Brum and use Bear Brum's effect to summon back and then use that dude that way. And instead, I went into a Hrosvalger uh, and I couldn't quite establish enough damage to win the game. So I, I left him on like 500 life and I lost that turn. Rough. Yeah, so it is what it is. Um, I don't know. I just, it wasn't my day. Hey man, it wasn't my day either. To be fair, I was also playing a deck that I built like three days ago. I was playing a deck I was really familiar with. Yeah. But uh, I had it built a little wrong. I had cross hats in. I should have sided the cross hats in main cosmics, but whatever. It's fine. I know. I, I was doing misplays left and right. Yeah. Now, granted, afterward, I, you know, like as soon as, like a couple of, like, it wasn't a case of I made the misplays and didn't realize it until like this morning. It was very much a case of after I had made the misplay and then like did one or two more things and then I realized, oh, I should have done it this way instead. Yeah, I had a bunch of moments like that myself. Yeah. Um, I chopped that up to just my inexperience with the deck. Uh, I chalk it up too. I haven't played Yu-Gi-Oh at a tournament of that size in four months. So yeah, that's also fair. We also hadn't done that. Or yeah, yeah. well, two and a half months, whatever, give or take. A while. It's been. It's, it was. It had been a while at that point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's it. Uh, that's the tournament report. Let's take a quick moment to talk about our locals, though. ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. Uh, this is actually not where we went for the tournament yesterday. It was somewhere else. But ETB Games is your one-stop shop for all things card game related, whether it's Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, Digimon, whatever. You can get all your singles, your sleeves, your binders, your deck boxes, your bulk storage boxes, whatever you need, as well as you can also get all of your um, tabletop figurines, books, you know, the big mats that you lay out. All those things that you need, and it's a good environment to go hang out, play video games, whatever you want to do. So please be sure to check out ETB Games. They have a link down in the description down below if you want to buy from them online. And let's talk a little bit about Master Duel some more. Yes. So there was a uh, interview uh, with the senior producer, uh, Kotalka Kenichi. Yep. Of uh, Master Duel. Uh, and this, this interview was done by 4Gamer. So, we have the cliff notes from that. Let's see. So, a couple, couple of... Like I said, these are just cliff notes real quick. Quick, quick. Uh, Master Duel's officially went, went, official went into production during spring of 2019. So, it was in production for roughly two and a half years. Um, That makes sense. I say it makes sense. It doesn't make that much sense. But... I guarantee you that a lot of that was just program programming in all the rulings. I mean, rulings, animations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's, still, it's an expansive game. There's a lot that oh, goes yeah. into it, but and nearly ten thousand cards. Yes, but that said, eh, it feels it still feels pretty lacking. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Duel Links was designed to be easy to play. Uh, on mobile platforms. It meant to increase the number of Yu-Gi-Oh fans and card game players. Also, considerations for producing something along the lines of Master Duel began immediately after the launch of Duel Links. Right. So they were in talk about this as soon as Duel Links launched. Right. So they launched Duel Links, and which was like designed for the easy mobile platforms to like increase fans, and then Master Duel was designed to like 
take things to the next level yeah so it, it was designed specifically to be like okay let's get everybody involved and everybody interested through dual links and then have everyone shift to master duel and then eventually onto paper right which to be honest worked oh yeah no you know it, it definitely works because you get a ton of people involved in dual links i mean look at the streamers and stuff that streamed dual links content forever and now they're switching over to Master Duel, and as a result, there's a huge boom in the digital consumption of Yu-Gi-Oh! So. Oh, yeah. Uh, Master Duel was also conceived of as being a game that would be enjoyable for both competitors and spectators, and that's why all the fancy, flashy animations. Right, and which, again, makes sense, because what they want to have is... They want to be people to be able to sit down and watch Master Duel on like a Twitch stream or something. And kind of understand what's going on. And even if they don't, be entertained by it. Yeah, at least entertained by all the flashy colors and, you know. Yeah, and I think MBT put it best when he was talking about the way that things look in Master Duel. When you have all of these cards and things hitting the field hard like they do and these effects resolving the chain links well animated and that nice big boom whenever you hit some hit something yeah it makes it really easy to perceive momentum in yeah. the game you and know? like and like even if like let's say you attack into a monster that's in defense position and you can't and you know your monster's too weak even that little tink sound it makes yeah still has that feeling of back and forth flow and ebb yeah, and it really does well, make it to where you can understand. Like I said, being able to understand the tempo of the game from a spectator perspective is really key when making this enjoyable from that perspective of, okay, well, I'm just sitting here watching. I'm not really, yeah. I don't, I haven't really played Yu-Gi-Oh! in a long time, but wow, this looks really fun and cool, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see, next little thing was, I lost my spot. <laughs> uh yeah. There we go. Okay. Uh, one of the hardest things for developing the game was ensuring crossplay and how the game would work on consoles and smart devices. That's a fair point. Yeah, I mean it. Because like takes on time. a yeah, because on a um, because on a smart device you don't have as many resources as like a computer or a PlayStation Five or even a Switch for that matter. Right. Um. You know, so they had to make sure everything was optimized but still looked nice. Which is really weird because. I haven't played Master Duel on my phone personally yet, but from some of the people that have played it that I've seen, playing Master Duel on mobile, you're it's you'll play one match, it'll eat 10% of your battery. Yeah. It'll make your phone feel like it's been in the oven for an hour. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, it definitely it's definitely very resource intensive even on phones, but there's only so much they can do. Yeah, but I mean, maybe the solution wasn't to put it on mobile. Yeah. But- I don't know. It is what it is. Yeah, it probably runs a lot better on like a on like an iPad or something. Probably, yeah. yeah. Like t- you know, more like a tablet. Uh, let's see. Also, solo mode was a later addition, as the game was originally intended solely for hardcore duelists. But they found PvP alone made the game a little too, little bit too hardcore. I would agree with this, and I think solo mode was an excellent addition. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, because no, then you get to play all kinds of really neat decks you wouldn't normally even bother building. Like yeah, yeah like Car Curry and uh Geargia. Yeah, Gem Knights, etc. Yeah. Then you know, then they also get to write off these really neat little stories behind these monsters. Like the Car Curry story I think is absolutely fascinating. Um 
because there's a lot of storytelling that they there's only so much storytelling they can do in exclusively a picture format this kind of lets them expand on that like i said like with the car right. carries being you know machines made for war the war ended and so now they're just normal villagers yeah and i mean seeing the development of the storyline for the world chalice stuff and yeah. seeing how that's going to develop in the long term is pretty interesting in my opinion oh yeah it's super cool to to actually get to experience that as opposed to just seeing the pictures of and with no explanation you know they kind of have to guess yeah uh let's see next uh since master duel is intentionally international the game will have its own forbidden and limited list separate from the the ocg and tcg right so which is bad <laughs> yeah this is i'm not a fan of this i'm, I'm just gonna be honest i think that they should have these multiple different formats here where you can play master duel standard or you can play tcg, TCG or ocg right or play edison or teledad there's really not a lot of reason not to put a bunch of different alternative formats in the game Out, outside of it's a lot of extra work that they just don't want to pay for yeah but still St still it, it made master duel more popular yeah and something else that is worth considering is that all of the uh, how do you say this how's how, i'm trying to figure out what the best way to put this the thing is with the life cycle of this game being so long term I think that there is a reasonable expectation that in the long term, they'll have more of these alternate formats and more of these different ways to play the game. Yeah. Different ways to throw cardboard around, figuratively. <laughs> uh, let's see. Mash Duel is intended at the very least to be an event at Yu-Gi-Oh! World Championship. Okay. And the game is also designed to have tournaments that will make you want to use as much of the card pool as possible, not strictly stick to one at metagame deck. Okay, so that explains, like, the special tournaments that they had going on a while, uh, not too long ago, where it was like, you can only use Exceeds monsters or only Fusions, because then you kind of have to go, okay, well... I mean, there's going to be obvious winners for each one of those, you mm -hmm. know, but, it's also mean, but it also means that people who don't play those decks are going to be like, okay, well, I'm going to build this deck, because this is a little more interesting. Um, like, for Exceeds, the obvious winner there is Zoo. Um... But somebody might go, well, no, I'm going to play uh, Phantom Knights, or I'm going to play, which is also a great Xyz deck. Granted, it's Phantom Knights without Rusty Bardiche, but, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Makes people think, okay, well, I could play this deck, I could play this deck, blah, 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 blah. So. Yeah. Also, also a Synchro Tournament without access to, it's uh, like all the really cool Synchro support that came out of, uh, oh, what was the name of that set? Um... Synchro Storm? No, but uh, no, it was uh, ah, terrible at names. It's the set that Small World came in. Oh, um, if you hadn't said you that. too, <laughs> yeah, it was the one where the box art was a new form of like where they try to make Majestic Dragon good. Wait, the one that Small World came in? Yeah, what I just said. That's it had Sword Soul. Yeah, it did. Yeah, without that set, synchro, synchro tournaments are kind of are kind of sad. Hold on, wait. 
Hold on. Yeah, get, I, I'm gonna a, I'm gonna know this. Yeah, as soon as he sees the let's see, he whips out a soul, sword soul and sees the uh set. Burst of Destiny. Burst of Destiny, thank you. Like a single turn without Burst of Destiny, it's kinda it's kinda uh, in my opinion it's kinda lame. No, I you mean you still have like you can run like a Christian engine, you can run I mean there's other engines you can run. You can't run Halka Fibrax. So? You can still run the rest of the Christian yeah. cards. Um you can also you can also run like Mathmax. That'd be that that'd be cool. Mathmax are an Xyz deck. I thought they were a synchro deck. No, they're an Xyz deck. Dang. I mean, they're, they're both. Yeah, okay, okay. It's Xyz that help push synchros. Okay. And links. Yeah, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, there's definitely going to be synchro decks that are viable here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Long story short, like, even under just, you can only use one type of extract monster. There's going to be clear, obvious winners. But because of the way the card pool set up, you can make arguments for, well, this deck can also still kind of do well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that all suggests they're going to have, like, other types of tournaments like that. Uh, you know, then, of course, the fact that it's going to be at a Yu-Gi-Oh! World, uh, going to be at the Yu-Gi-Oh! Worlds, um, is also interesting, because it, they're going to make it, I guess they're going to make it kind of like a side event, which is still cool, like, just an extra side event that people can do remotely from home. Yeah. Kind of gives people the ability to participate in a Yu-Gi-Oh! World Championship, Without actually participating in you world you world you go world championship, yeah, they don't have to pay all that extra money to fly out to wherever it's at, get a translator, learning the language, or you know, getting a English to whatever dictionary. If it's not in an uh, English speaking country, we're English speakers. Yeah. Um. Blah blah blah. You know, without all that extra cost that you would normally have to take on yourself. Yeah. Um. Let's see, and the very last little note is, yes, the game is intended as an eSport. So, I think that a lot of... I think that a lot of this interview and a lot of this breakdown can be described as... And I've got the actual full interview here in front of me. And uh, there's a lot more to it like a lot more to it than what is said in this article. First of all, the answers to these questions are as of January 11th. Yes. So nearly a month ago. Yeah. it, It cannot be understated that the answers to these questions are from before the release of the game. Yeah. The, the official release. Yes. Yes. Um, so that's the first thing to start to like really take into account here. And the other thing is that none of this is finalized. Of, of course not. But this is that was of the game, st- which a lot of that was just how they had planned to have the game set up on release. And then there's like a little bit here and there about what they're where they're going to take it. Right. And it's important to note that while. Yes, it says here that currently, you know, there's nothing indicating best of three at this time. That's not to say that there won't be in the future. Yeah, they're not like in the office right now talking about it. Right. So it's kind of difficult to say where the game's going to go from here and how it's going to progress. Because we really don't have a full sense of 
what they want the game to be. Yeah. We don't know what their vision for the for Master Duel is. Right. Outside of make us lots of money. Yeah, which is understandable. I still think that there's things that they could be improving. I would like to see a best of three format, things like that. And I would like to see the ability to switch between TCG, OCG, and standard. Yeah, and then also formats. like and also like GOAT, Edison, Teledad, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it would be really nice to be able to switch around between the different formats like that to go and play retro formats. And, you know, we've seen through data mining that they already plan on implementing things like the different cups the synchro cups the XTs cups yeah yeah uh and they're also gonna uh and then also they're gonna be adding in all the stuff from burst of destiny fairly soon yes relatively soon anyway burst of destiny and synchro storm okay so the baron de fleur stuff yeah so full basically you'll be able to run play full full on sword soul right yeah. the issue though is we don't know when we're gonna be getting tcg exclusive stuff like be troopers if we're even going to get them at all i mean i would imagine that we're going to get them at some point we'll probably get them to master duel when the ocg gets them maybe but man i would hope they wouldn't wait that long yeah at the same time i, I think it's a case of they don't want like to have it and then the ocg gets super excited about it and then them decide to never release it over there right and then the thing is, the second B Trooper gets released in the OCG, Maxi is getting banned. Oh, absolutely. Um, which is why I think they're kind of like, we don't want B Trooper in Master Duel. We don't want B Trooper in the OCG. Well, I mean, because then all of a sudden you have a searchable Maxi. Yeah, they have to take their time and make sure that because they like they usually have a set each year that's nothing but TCG imports. Yeah. So they'll have a that set's usually in the summertime. So they'll have a set maybe in the middle to the end of this year that will be all the TCG imports of like the B Trooper stuff. Yeah. So we'll see what happens when B Trooper gets released over there. Oh yeah. But well, I have a feeling that it's going to be really good. Oh yeah. Again, cause searchable maxi. Yeah. Like, like they'd have to limit or ban maxi over there just to, you know, then again, with them having fusion destiny ban, that takes a lot away from that deck. It really does, because they don't have access to DPE. Yeah, so... Hmm. That is all of my thoughts on this game, though. Yeah. I, I think my thoughts have been covered pretty well, too. Yeah. Let's look at the podcast question of the day. Woo! So, uh, the last podcast question of the day was, if you were able to give a structure deck to one archetype, which would you choose? And we had a lot of great responses in the um in the com in the twitter on twitter mm -hmm. uh we had one for yang zings um uh we had one for a musical jijin's deck oh. like an actual like real structure deck not just a starter deck for the musical jijin's yeah which, yeah that'd be like, cool tem tempo yeah and yeah yeah. Yeah. And things. yeah like give them like their own full archetype as opposed to Right. A de uh, like a, a starter deck that had Utopia, but then also them. Yep. Uh, we also have uh, Mermail. Not like Atlanteans, but like Mermail with maybe a couple of Atlantean reprints, maybe. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, Mermail. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, an Invoked 
invoke structure deck. Um, please, God, no, don't ever do this. That's the last thing we need is more helmet deck. <clears throat> um, dark scorpions. Oh, that'd be nifty. That'd be neat. Yeah. I mean, it'd be bad, but it'd be cool. Yeah. Scraps. X sabers. That would have been a great one back in the day, but yeah. I don't know how good that would be now. Uh, Gishki or Cyber Angels? No, no, no. I'm tired of ritual decks. Yeah. Uh, Gren Maju, which is not really like an archetype, but I guess yeah. it's a strategy. Yeah, yeah. Gren Maju strategy structure deck would be really cool. Maybe like with like a new alt, new a new alt art of Gren Maju. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, generators or Odd Eyes? I generators would be. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah, no. Generators are super cool. Yeah. As a concept. Uh, Majestus or Evil Twins? Evil Twins would actually be kind of a cool structure deck. Uh, it really would. Uh, Majestus would also be neat, but not as cool as Live Twin. Yeah. Um, but like if they were to release Live Twin one, I would have them then like do kind. I would also then have them do kind of a cosplay to Twitch stream, basically. Yeah. Uh, with the structure deck, and then just kind of make that their new permanent thing going forward. Yeah. Um. Then we have doo -doo -doo, X Sabers or Thunder Dragons. Uh, the Silent Archetype, like the Silent Magicians and Silent Swordsmen. Oh, that'd be neat. That would be a really cool one. Um, another water structure deck with some of the new Mako cards. That would be cool. We just have to get the Mako cards first. Yeah, exactly. Um, Black Wings. Yes, please. Black Wings structure deck would be super cool. Yes. Satellar Knights. Um, another Satellar Knight or Cosmo. Weather Painter, Artifact, Triamid, Reptilians, Shiranui, Raid Raptors, Mega oh. Phantom Beasts. Oh, super cool options. Yep. A Pyro Retrain structure deck. Um, Aliens, Gem Knights, more Mecha Phantom Beasts, Rikas, Fluffles or Artifacts, Kaijus. A Kaiju structure deck would be really cool. Oh, oh, you know, it really would. Um, a Paleozoic structure deck, Melfies, Ogdoatics, Archfiends. Yeah, I mean, just a lot of really cool ones that I never would have considered. Oh, yeah, and that's part of the reason why we do these. Yep. Because then you get lots of really cool ideas. Yep. And the podcast question of the day in the Discord server, we got some other cool ones like Bujins, Teller Knights, uh, Dragon Rulers or Red Eyes, and Shiranui. Interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I think I would have to give one to uh, Girgia, give him another one. Yeah, you know? yeah, well, yeah, give him like a retraining structure deck like they've done with... Uh with like Parshath and yeah 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 like, like yeah like give the Geargeas another one because more Geargeas support yeah like give them like a Gigan X retrain maybe they already have a Gigan X retrain no they don't yes they do XG doesn't exist oh yeah we don't talk about XG here okay no 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 XG doesn't yeah. exist. Never existed. I don't know what you're talking about. Like like the Avatar The Last Airbender movie. It, it doesn't exist. There is no Avatar The Last Airbender movie in Ba Sing Se. Good. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> um, what about you? What would you give a structure deck to? Uh, truth be told, I it would probably... Hmm. I've never really thought about it. It would probably be Red Eyes just due to they haven't had 
like red eyes hasn't added structure, but neither has blue eyes or dark magician. I don't think. Blue eyes has, yeah. Okay, yeah, blue eyes did. Yeah, so like uh, the dark magician, red eyes, because neither one of them have had a dedicated structure deck. Blue eyes had a structure deck, and it was tier one. Yeah, yeah I completely forgot about it. It won it, worlds. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Yeah. Well, uh, it also it we weren't in the game at the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that was part of another reason why. Because like I remember they got one where they where they got the um, blue eyes synchro monster. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Well, it, this one came out in 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, you know. Then later they got another one. So, yeah, yeah. But like, get a, like, give Blue Eyes and Red Eyes one. Not Blue Eyes, Dark Magician and Red Eyes one. I think if they came out with Dark Magician and Red Eyes structure decks, most of the game, most of the uh, player base would collectively sigh and roll their eyes. Though that's the only thing. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough, but again, it was just you know to kind of make it fair because well, Blue Eyes got two. No, I don't. I really think Blue Eyes only got one. It mm, maybe. I really think it was only I, one. Because I, I remember there was one where they there were where they were given a the Synchro Monster, and that was when they were given Maiden with Eyes of Blue, and I rem- I very distinctly remember that existing, because I remember having copies of Maiden with Eyes of Blue, because I bought the Shark's deck for something else that was in it. And that's what I remember, but I could also be misremembering. I thought that those cards were in like Legendary Collection Kaiba or something. Uh, Maiden got reprinted in, in Legendary Collection Kaiba, and then all the rest of them came with it. But I do remember Maiden. Yeah, hold on. Let, let's let's fact check. Let's fact check my my horrible memory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like I said, that's what I remember. Um, like 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 so they've been it was like so blue eyes has already been given one or two structure decks. Okay, so there was two of them. There was a 2013 saga of the blue eyes white dragon. That's the one I'm remembering. Okay, and then there was like a 2016 one that ended up making blue eyes like tier one, or maybe there was a set released maybe. in 2016. Maybe both. The point is, they've already got a structure deck. Yeah, yeah. So I think Red Eyes and Dark Magician should also be given at least one structure deck just to make it fair. At least Dark Magician. Come on. No, I'm good. <laughs> anyway, uh, today's podcast question today for today's episode is, what cards are you looking to get from the new set Battle of Chaos? You can find a place to reply on Twitter and on our Discord server. And that's all I got. Have a good one, everybody. Take care, everybody. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.